Welcome to another bonus episode of Tim Talk, the podcast normally about the DC animated universe, co-created by Bruce Tim. I'm Chris Lord. I'm Kimmy Dexter. But uh, we're doing... Is this the, the topic most off-brand from our normal subject matter we've ever done? I think so. Well, I mean, we did a whole episode on Roger Rabbit. Yeah, but I, mean, I guess that's like... This is on par with that. I guess it's pretty on par with that. But so this... It's this, combining our two loves. Yes. Uh, this conversation came out of a question i think you and i started a conversation i started when we were at disneyland last together for dapper day mm-hmm. um and you you phrased it best like how would you describe what we're talking about exactly today oh god how did i phrase it uh what would you say is the best um soundtrack to movie soundtrack done by a single artist yes so i think now a lot of mine will be actually challenging like the i think what that we, we made very loose rules for each other loose it's, rules but I, I, I think so the like go-to easy super easy example on this is the lion king the lion king elton john mm-hmm. where it's like obviously there are other people singing the songs but, like that whole soundtrack is essentially curated by elton john and is mostly based around his signature songs yes um so we've each come up with our lists of movies that we think more or less fit this bill a lot of mine are actually a bit of challenges to it see if we can get an idea of what how we define this yes um but i, I say we just dive right into it so let's jump in i mean i have on my list of course the lion king which is yeah I, i'm curious how many so we made uh a loose top five and right. both extended beyond that because we don't follow yeah the rules well. so so on my i have one two three four five six seven eight nine i have ten movies ten nine, ten slash three, eleven four, movies five, listed six, on here seven eight nine i also have 10 okay but i think but i'm not saying these are necessarily the with, top with a couple with a couple uh things i'm going to talk about at the end okay so both of us are the lion king um but okay i'm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. let you throw one out there then what's, what's some of the one you have on yours uh i think one that you might also have on yours one that i uh get a lot of flack for for putting it above lion king really i have phil collins tarzan see i don't have that on there and i, I have tarzan slash brother bear because there's only one song from brother bear that i like okay uh but but again it was all curated yeah as you said by phil i have only seen tarzan probably once for the really? one time i saw it in theaters and i've never seen brother bear uh the movie's okay so the soundtrack's heard. good yes i've heard that both uh, those things but i mean the soundtrack for for tarzan I mean, we listen to it every time we drive down to disney i make you I listen to it every time we drive down is, to disney. is it a make me I mean, it's playing. We both have our Disney playlists. Yes. So, I mean, I think it's fine. It's, mm-hmm. it's acceptable. It's not like you're trying to make me listen to country like my parents do when I go home. I would never. Ugh. Oh, man. I remember in middle school, uh, my my friend Dylan, his parents loved country. Ugh. And they were driving me home one day. And I'm like, can we listen to something else? And they, they looked at me. It's like, uh, if you want to ride in someone else's car then you can listen to other music. But when we're here, you're going to listen to my music. I'm sure it was done with a Texas accent. Too, oh, which, very which thick. Which makes it that much better. Mm-hmm. And I, I still want to apologize. Miss Marino, I know you don't listen to this, but I, I apologize. <laughs> you're po- apologizing now? Oh, my God. Uh, so so what, what's what, what's one for you? So we okay. have uh, two, so far, back-to-back Disney. Yes. Elton John, Phil All right. Collins. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let me, I'll pull another Disney... I, I, okay, I have two more Disney ones here, and I'm going to see if these challenge a little bit of our perception of what a single artist soundtrack is. Okay. It's 101 Dalmatians and Robin Hood. Okay, I, I didn't think about either of those. Now, because 101 Dalmatians, um, most of like the score is done by George Burns, but the, I don't know if, I don't know if there's a voice actor, but the, the music actor for roger when he's singing is this guy bill lee 
So he does Corella DeVille um, and Dalmatian Plantation, which are basically the only two songs really featured in the film. They happen to also be part of the film, not just like score. They're they're diegetic music rather than non-diegetic. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means? I have. A, I I'm I've sorry. A, I feel like anytime I ask you a question, it sounds like I'm being insulting. No, but. no, no. Because I I don't know anything about. Okay, soundtracks. so it's worth it's worth. I have, it's, I have a rough idea based off context clues. So it's worth elaborating. So basically, um, diegetic sound or music refers to sounds or music that are happening in the context of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the case of 101 Dalmatians, the diegetic music is Roger playing Corella Deville. The non-diegetic music would be score. Okay, okay, so I, I've heard this before because Anna Kendrick talked about it doing an interview about Pitch Perfect. Oh, okay, yeah. Saying it's not a musical because the music doesn't move the story forward. Oh, and that, okay. That, and then she, <clears throat> she used those words as well, the diegetic versus non-diegetic. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So, yeah, and, and most musicals, like, the music kind of breaks the fourth wall and goes between mm-hmm. them. It, it's kind of like the singing ties in with the score and so it comes, it comes a middle ground, right? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess... In that sense, Pitch Perfect is not a musical. It's grounded in a real world where people are singing, but that music doesn't tie in with non-diegetic music. So. Yes. But okay, but so, and then in Robin Hood, Roger Miller is the voice of the rooster, the singer of, uh, for the rooster, too, mm-hmm. who does... Um, Robin Hood and then a John walking down the forest. Ooda lolly, ooda lolly, ooda lolly, ooda lolly, ooda lolly, ooda ooda lolly, and he does the, the whistle stop, too, the... Yeah. Uh, and then um, the... Phony King of England. Yeah, Phony King. Uh, no, that's actually Little John singing it. That's right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> but he also does um, Robin and Little John. Um, oh, fuck. There was one more. I don't remember. But he, so he does most of it. So do you do you think both of those movies fit the purview of our conversation? <sighs> Are those, could you consider both those more or less single artist soundtracks? Because like even The Lion King... There are songs in that movie that are not sung by Elton John. I don't know. Did he actually work on every single song? I, I think that's the difference. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna relate it to Danny Elfman, Danny the Elf King, Elfman, Danny, Danny the Elfman, yes, Danny the Elfman, um, where he he's the the kind of prime example because even the songs he didn't sing in Nightmare, he wrote those songs. Yeah, <clears throat> um, so I, I think Nightmare certainly fits the bill, right? Oh, absolutely, and I think Elton John had a hand in writing all of the songs from Lion King. Who, cause who are the, cause um, I mean, Alan Menken obviously famous for doing Aladdin and so mm-hmm. many others. Um, and the Sherman brothers did stuff back in the sixties, like Mary Poppins. Do you know who was like working with Elton John on Lion King? I don't mm, Hans Zimmer. Was yeah. It? Cause yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause yeah, he did the score fucking, is, yeah. Yeah. I guess the score is Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause across the stars. Yeah. God, what a gorgeous song. Wait, Oh, I was singing. I know. I I think it's the same. Yeah, it's called the same thing. in... no, across the universe. Across the universe is the, is the, the movie, movie, but no, then, across the stars is also Star Wars. Yeah, the love ballad. Mm-hmm. That's a great song. They, both across the stars are. Yeah. Which one? Are they? Uh, the one in Lion King. Uh, should I just play it really quick? Sure. Nah, uh, I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. There's a lot of it I don't remember. Is that is that? Wait, is is that a? It's a piece of score, right? Is that when mm-hmm. Simba's looking up at the stars? Yep. And that's when he sees Mufasa? Yep. Oh, okay. I know, I know what part yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. God, it's oh, so Mufasa? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to say to 101 Dalmatians and to Robin Hood, I'll say... Can we count them? I don't... I, think, I don't think it's that far off from... I mean, because there are... I mean, 
Well, because I the, the ones on my list are full. Like Phil Collins did every song on the soundtrack. Okay. And then the other ones I have in mind, because even the one that I question, I'm now looking back at it, I'm I'm leaning against. Okay, so, I, so I'm gonna say you say no. I'm gonna say a soft no for now. Okay, I think I think that's fair. I mm-hmm. think that's fair on those two. Okay, so what do you got? Because because the one my one that was a questionable one, and looking back at it again, I'm gonna say no is Lilo and Stitch, where you have it's a lot of Elvis. It's it's every song is an Elvis song except two, which yeah. are the two famous songs. Yes, the uh, Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride. Such a beautiful and um uh my Lee, my Lee kilo kaye yeah yeah we'll go with that something like that um yeah so that that was my question one i'm gonna say no okay now <clears throat> but then we're gonna so my next one is another question question for you okay um because it is all non-diegetic okay all right all right and it's daft punk's tron legacy was that your next one it's on my list. <laughs> okay, it's okay. on my list. I I think it counts. Okay, because that's it's so fucking because, good. Because okay, because it's we, we we part of the rule is we're not doing films where it's a score because mm-hmm. that's I mean most film scores are done by one person, yes. right? So it's not a score, but I feel like that's different because this was Daft Punk's first score, mm-hmm. and they are, I guess I mean electronica, but yeah, I mean I, you could almost call them pop band, but like they are a band, mm-hmm. and a lot of their songs are usually pretty light on vocals anyways it's much more about the actual like electronic music song i think that counts i think it does too yeah because i also want to put in uh because because i have another slash because tron they did tron legacy yeah but you are wrong they did have another movie they did the score to which is a nice film which i've brought up a few times this is is before tron right this is before tron this movie came out in 2001 it's called interstellar 5555 okay and it's the hour and a half long uh, movies slash music video to their album Discovery. Okay, uh, does that? I don't know if that counts though. I don't know if you can do. Cause like, you know, you can't say like Thriller. Like that doesn't count. Well, Thriller is one song, twenty minutes. It's one song, but this I guess is an hour and a but half. But what I'm getting at is like I don't know if that counts because like that's that's that movie's genesis was as a music video to an album. Well, they thought of the i mean the album came out first obviously and then they they saw it as one long video yeah so i'm gonna i i think i think the differentiator there is that tron legacy was a film and then daft punk was brought on board because of their talent and mm-hmm. how they fit into the world to do the music for it. i almost feel like for this account the genesis point has to come from the film not from the artist okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna play a, a counterpoint to that okay uh what do you consider yellow submarine then it's not on my list, but, but 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 Hard Day's Night is on mine. Okay, that's a great film. I've never seen it. Sorry, mm, I only saw it for the first time a few years ago in a, in a film class. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm trying to think if we should count a Hard Day's Night because it's so that's a weird middle ground because it's a it, lot of these are gonna be hard. But I mean, like, so that is a uh, that is a feature film. I'm, I'm assuming was Interstellar. Five 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 five. Five five five. I'm assuming there's like a narrative to it, and there's actors yes. and everything. Well, so so there's the other thing is there's no dialogue. That's where okay, I think mm-hmm. that's the difference. Okay. So because Hard Day's Night is a feature film, it has the Beatles in it as themselves, and there are scenes <clears throat> where they're not singing. Singing. Okay. Um, and like they're just having conversations, they're acting in it. So it's still a full-on film, directed by Richard Lester. Mm-hmm. Um and 
there are times when it's diegetic, times when it's non-diegetic. But like, I think, see, that's tough too because it's it's a movie. I guess that's the question now. Do we count movies that are based around a single artist body of work? Yeah, because then we can throw in Mamma Mia, which is on my list. Is it, I don't think it's on my list. Do we count that? Oh, but I have another one that's kind of like that. Um, yeah, because I'll, I'll throw this one out as a ooh. Mm, no, I, I don't think it's the same level as that. I'm not gonna. I'll save this one for a second. Um, but I'm gonna. I'll take Interstellar five 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 off. Okay. Just because I think it fits the criteria for soundtrack. I don't think it fits the criteria for movie. Okay. Because like, if someone came to me as like, "What's your favorite Daft Punk movie?" Because that's a question people ask me. <laughs> I'm not like I don't I. Like, like I've said it three times now. It's a music video. Yeah, it's I think that's a music video. And like mm-hmm. for me, I because I rewatched it's a great one, but it's a just a music it's a music video. video. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I rewatched Tron Legacy not too long ago, and it's it's okay. It's not great, mm-hmm. but I still kind of in some ways see that as a like a long music video. That's how I should see it. It's kind of like Star Trek Into Darkness, which has a lot of issues, but I just see it as a, a visual accompaniment to Michael Giacchino's <laughs> excellent score. Mm-hmm. But okay, so Mamma Mia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we count? Like, I guess this I count is. Mama Mia. Okay, so we we count movies that are based around, like a body of an artist's body of work. Yes, and we count musicals. But yes, I think, because but Disney's it, Disney's are all musicals, right? Yeah. But okay, but because Lion King is a musical, it's a musical. But I guess we have to count. But like, but do we have to differentiate between musicals that? are only going around a single artist like like chicago for example i mm-hmm. wouldn't count that no, even my, my i was gonna say les mis because i wouldn't count that either yeah it's like I, that i guess it feels a little bit different whereas like these are movies these are musicals that are like okay we're taking one artist and we're building the whole thing around them yeah so i would say like jersey boys counts okay mama mia counts so in that case uh bohemian rhapsody yes i had queen's other album or not album queen's other movie I had Flash, Flash Gordon. It's, I've never actually seen Flash Gordon or listened to the album. I've only listened to the soundtrack. Okay, but it's good. It's so good. Okay, yeah. So that I think we sh- that to me is an automatic choice. Like I, I meant to listen to Prince's Batman album. Yes, I've never actually listened Neither to it. I. And I, I asked my friend about this, and I asked a few friends about this because I, I wanted to get as much input as I could. Okay. Uh, and a lot of people said uh, Purple Rain to put on the list. Yeah, that. But I've I never did, seen did, Purple Rain, so I didn't want to add it. Because I did a look too, and I was like. What are the best single artist soundtracks ever? And Purple Rain was pretty much on top of the every list, list yeah. every single time. And again, I should watch it because I do love Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so yeah, I mean, if that case, we're talking, if we're okay including musicals that are, or like biopics about a single artist, then I have on mine Mamma Mia, uh, A Hard Day's Night, Slash Across the Universe. Oh, yeah. That's I, I want to go back and rewatch Across the Universe. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a few years. Because when but... I watched it, I didn't like the movie, but I don't think I was old enough to appreciate the story. Yeah, I think because I, I I saw it when it came out in theaters, which I want to say was two thousand and eight, mm-hmm. um, and it yeah I was able to appreciate what it's doing. Like th- there's a scene in that when um, he the main guy has come back from the UK finally. He's back in the US and he's running towards his friend, the the blonde. Mm-hmm. And they're singing Hey Jude, and that got me. I think that's when they're singing Hey Jude. No, Hey Jude is the final song. Oh, fuck, I don't remember what. That, I remember that moment, like that sort of like moment of like friends reuniting. I okay. Say, I don't remember. I think it's the final song, because then the credits is... Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> so I have on there then 
Hard Day's Night and Across the Universe, I have on there Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Beyond the Sea. What is that one? So that is a um, a Bobby Darren biopic, and the this is the problem with art over time is that it stars Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. um, as Bobby Darren. But I mean, Kevin Spacey does have musical chops, and so and, and Bobby Darren was part of the Rat Pack. Gotcha. So the song "Beyond okay. the Sea" is a Bobby Darren song, like um, "Splish." Oh, I know. Splish, okay, I know Splash, the song now. I was taking a bath, or um, "Artificial Flowers." Like that is all. I mean, an incredible artist and a great body of work, and I've always loved the Rat Pack era. Mm. Um, but I've only seen the movie once, but I remember liking it quite a bit. But an incredible score around a single artist, mostly sung by Kevin Spacey. All right. So, <clears throat> yeah, uh, that's like a whole bunch of mine in that genre. Mm-hmm. Well, I have one more to tack on to that genre. Okay. Which I it was very last minute. I Actually, I have two to tack on to that genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was very last minute. I thought of, like, as I was coming over. Okay. Uh, the Blues Brothers. Oh! <gasps> Fuck you. It's on mine, too. Is it really? It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, yes. The blues. Do, I mean, so that's an interesting one, right? Because mm-hmm. it is mostly features their music, both Bruce Brothers and Blues Brothers 2000. Mm-hmm. But there are other artists and other songs in there at the same time. Yes. So do we consider it a single artist soundtrack? Yeah, because oh, it's the Blues Brothers singing them all, right? Not no, all no, no, of them. no. Yeah, because okay, never mind. Oh, Aretha Franklin's in mm-hmm. there. Um, Cab Calloway. Um, and this is just Blues Brothers one, and then obviously Brothers Brothers two. You got um, Aretha Franklin again. Mm-hmm. You get Blues Traveler. Um, oh my God, Erica Badu. I'm gonna say yes, just because I like Blues Brothers. I know. I, 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 my friend Dylan and I dressed as Blues Brothers for two Halloweens in a row. That's solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I've done it once. Yeah. And then it was, because uh, for, for my generation, you know, the whole four years younger than your generation, mm-hmm. our big introduction to Blues Brothers was Drake and Josh. They dressed as the characters oh. for Halloween and, and performed Soul Man on the show. Yeah. And it was unbelievable. That's great. Yeah. I'll have to go watch and that, that actually. It's it's a good episode. Yeah. Um uh, I mean that unfortunately that's the subplot of the episode. The main part is is kind of meh. Mm-hmm. It's uh Josh has um performance anxiety. Oh okay. Or stage fright. And so he his dad is a weatherman and so he he gets to go and do the weather with his dad for an episode and basically has a seizure on screen. Oh my God. And is dealing with the the public repercussions of everyone making fun of him for it. Yeah. And so he doesn't want to perform Soul Man, uh, but then Drake convinces him convinces to. Convinces him to do and it. it. And he, like, does the harmonica solo and everything. And, oh, man. Well, so Drake, I'm assuming, is Elwood. Mm-hmm. And Josh is Jake. Yes. So you have seen both of Blues Brothers movies, too. I've right? only seen the first one. Okay. I mean, that is the better one. Yes. That's what I've heard. Like, that's why I've def- only seen the first one. Definitely the better one. Now... I will give the second one credit for having some amazing music in it. Okay. Like really, really good music in it. Now, I think I saw Blues Brothers 2000 first. Okay. I want to say, because um, it came out in 1998. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it was called Blues Brothers 2000. It's close enough. <laughs> it came out in 1998. Um, but there's some really, really good music in that one. Yeah. Okay. It's worth, it's worth watching. I, I did really appreciate when I was at Universal Orlando at the beginning of the year. They still have um, the the porch. Uh, where oh, the really? Brothers, yeah, where the Blues Brothers will, will still come out and perform every now and then. That's awesome. And I'm like, oh, it's. I'm <laughs> glad they have nothing else to market right now. <laughs> uh, when I was going around picking out all the, the different components for my Halloween costumes, uh, I went to the 
the Halloween store, like the costume store, right mm-hmm. there on Hollywood Boulevard. And yeah. parked outside of it was two guys dressed the Blues Brothers with a full-on Bluesmobile with a big speaker. Oh wow! Mounted to the top of it. it looked, I think they've been down at Comic Con before because I've seen that car. Okay. Um, but it looked really, really good. That's awesome. I was like, oh yeah. Uh, I'm so on the, board. So the second one that is in the same vein as that, uh, which is in my honorable mentions, is Pick of Destiny. Tenacious oh, D. Oh, never actually seen it. Really? I know. It's fantastic. <clears throat> I feel like I would like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, it's all around. I mean, that that one is, you know, fits all the, checks all the boxes. Yeah. It's all the same artist, all the songs. Um, and it's it's just so good. It's such a good, wholesome movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I love those guys. Mm-hmm. I, just, I love Jack Black in general. <clears throat> yeah. I think he's incredibly talented. And um, from what I can tell, he seems like a pretty good guy. Yeah. And he, he kind of knows what he is. Like, yeah. He, he plays. He, he's a comedian <clears throat> that is happy to play for kids. Yeah. Because I, I compare it a lot to like Bob Saget, where he like dreads. He does it for the paycheck yeah. for kids and then does raunchy material on the side. Yeah. Whereas Jack Black, it's just like he just loves being that character yeah like i think he, he was had, in he had back to, he was back and back in ghostbusters 2 and not ghostbusters sorry, goosebumps 2 and the house of the clock on its wall mm-hmm. and its walls yeah yeah and basically the same character yeah my favorite thing he's been in recently though was he was on a south korean game show what yes and it's so funny you, you don't have to understand korean because i don't yeah uh to to appreciate this but he doesn't speak korean at all okay and so they play like a, a hit Korean song for him, and he just has to emulate the sounds, <laughs> and then people have to guess what song he's singing. That's amazing. And it's so funny because he gets so like it's a ten minutes bit, and he's sweating. He's getting yeah. so into it, like jumping up, like dancing to the song while it's going on. Because he just seems like a very earnest, sincere guy, and he'll he'll really dive into it. Like school of rock is an excellent movie it's so good also i didn't realize this at the time because i didn't know the significance but it's directed by richard linklater is it really yeah because it feels so like i'm so like i think linklater i think of obviously like uh days and confused days and confused boyhood i Mm -hmm. think of the the before trilogy like he he like he doesn't necessarily make serious films but Mm -hmm. he has this sort of like there's this kind of indie prestige quality everything he makes mm-hmm. did, like did you ever see rock did you ever see um everyone wants some everybody wants some no he did that too he i really did. i really yeah. wanted to um, so I, I did the promotion for that one yeah and it's i really enjoy that movie it looked really really fun mm-hmm. and i think uh it's tyler hoakland's in it right yeah yeah the cw <clears throat> superman yeah and it's god he's so hot <clears throat> he's in it um oh god what's his face's kid i mean it's uh, just Kurt it's, russell's kid Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Um, it's, that, it's just like Beefcake Soup, that movie. Mm-hmm. How did I not see that movie? How, yeah, because it's, it's the spiritual successor to Days and Confused. It's the first two days of college life for a baseball team. I was going to look it up on IMDb, and I had to remember what the actual title was, because so I was going to about type in Beefcake, beefcake. Soup. Um. Okay, so I have, uh, I have three more on my list. Okay. And I'm, I'm curious how you're going to feel. One of them, I think, checks all the boxes. The other two, I think, are going to be interesting. Okay. The one that checks all the boxes is Andy Hull's Swiss Army Man. Wait, what? Have you ever seen Swiss Army Man? No. Oh, it's a, one of the weirdest films. What? I also worked on the promotion for that last year, or two years oh. ago. Oh, Sorry, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I know, sorry, give me a second, I know which movie you're referring to, I have mm-hmm. not seen it, it's the one with Paul Dano, 
and Daniel Radcliffe, yes. where Daniel Radcliffe is like a dead body that, that is still animated, and you like push his button, and he shoots water out of his butt. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bizarre film. Yeah, that's what I've heard, but I've heard it's really good. It's though. it's such a good film. Again, I had to do the promotion for it, so I watched it a dozen times. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's just such a fun, and the soundtrack is is kind of this like. Uh, how would I even describe it? Uh, it, it's like, uh, almost Bonnie Vare esque Okay. Uh, where it's kind of like that soft voice and acoustic sound. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's, um, almost musical like because mm-hmm. it's them singing what's happening on screen. Oh, and I really love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that fits. That's how it fits. Yeah, it it's is, it's such God. a like just a like such a like I said before like a tranquil soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I need to go see that. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Um, so this one I I don't know the artist, but it it I think it's going to be in the same boat as Daft Punk, and it's um, Trent Rasner's Social Network. Okay, yeah, I think I feel like oh, so that's I guess it's the same. Mm-hmm. Well, because then the the that's other a score, but I mean, so is Daft Punk mm-hmm. on Tron Legacy. But then the third one on that kind of gray area is Explosions in the Sky, Friday Night Lights. I've never seen Friday Night Lights, so really, yeah, I know that's all right. Sports, yeah. Uh, do you know the band Explosions in the Sky? No, very like peaceful trance music. Okay, but again, it's it's all non vocal. Yeah. Um, Oof. Yeah, so I, I, I think if we accept Daft Punk, I feel like we have I know, to accept these two. I guess we do. See, this work is challenging, right? Because we both want to accept Daft Punk because we both love that score so much. But I think it's but also because it's, Daft it's, Punk is a bigger name than these two. Well, that's exactly it. And then, but, it, you know, because then you're like, well, couldn't you do, um, you know, along that same logic, couldn't you do the score for Tron, uh, Thor Ragnarok? Because I forget who, uh, what's that guy? He's part. What band is he part of? The the composer for that. Um, uh, no, Iron Man Two is ACDC. Well, like, no, they didn't compose it, obviously. But like, well, I mean, it's, it's like, isn't it all of their songs? Playing? I, I think the only songs that are really played are, yeah, ACDC songs. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, wait, hang on. Let me go to crew here on the right composer. Oh, Mark Mothersbaugh. Who? What? Was he, um, goddamn, writer, performer? What, what band is he part of? Goddamn it! I forget. He's he's part of a pretty big rock band. See, this is the thing. Like we were, we we're basically saying we can't include scores, mm-hmm. but we're we're at the same time actively kind of including scores. I don't know. Well, like like we said at the, at the top of this, we made up our we made up the rules for this, and at the same time, we're breaking all the rules. I mean, I guess I guess we're picking them because they're not Devo. They're... Oh, yeah, he was a hat boy. Damn it, yeah, from Devo. I mean, I guess these are non; these aren't composers in that same sort of sense, right? right. I guess that's why they were, we're kind of giving them like a bit of a pass on this American exception is that they're not. They were, although pop may not have been their genre, they were pop musicians first, who were then brought in. Wow, hold on, sorry, I'm reading this guy's. Uh tv history he did a bunch of theme songs oh okay so yeah um so let's see super mario world did for the tv show did the oh, theme bad. song for that frosty returned the the tv movie uh uh fucking 
where I, I just saw Rocket Power. That super crazy intro to Rocket Power. He did that. Yeah, he did Rocket Power. He did oh my Rocket God. Power. He did All Grown Up. Um. Oh God, The Sims Two score. <laughs> uh, Eureka. Shameless. And yeah, and Thor Ragnarok and Hotel Transylvania Three. Oh, and oh, oh wow. Okay, Rugrats, Dumb and Dumber, uh, Rocket Power, All Grown Up. Blue Mountain State, baby. Yes. <laughs> uh, regular show, House of Lies. Okay, so he's a pretty prolific composer. Yeah. Oh, and Disenchantment. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, I guess for the others, the, the exception is kind of like they, it was kind of, I, maybe because it was noteworthy when like Daft Punk came in and did Tron. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Trent Reznor came in into the social network, everyone's like, oh, like that's interesting choice. It's like these are established musicians going and doing scores. Yeah. I guess that's why they're a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know at least for Trent Reznor, that has led to a whole career as a composer. Yes. I don't think Daft Punk have composed any other no. soundtracks, have they? No, because after that was um, their most recent album. I don't remember. I don't remember what it's called anymore, and I feel real bad for it. But they haven't made anything since then. Oh, okay. It's 2015. Yeah, I guess not. 2014. Okay, so I guess we can include those. I think it's yes. okay making exceptions for those. It's a soft check mark. Yeah. Uh, I have another one on here. One, so I have a Randy Newman movie on here. Okay. But I bet it's not the one you think it is. Uh, Cats Don't Dance. Did he do the other one? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. No, I, it's Meet the Parents. Okay. He does a whole bunch of songs in that movie. You know, I right. think there's like two or three or maybe four songs that he, he made for that movie. They're all pretty solid. Okay. That's awesome. I, I like that movie. So, and I think, I actually think I like that more than um, his stuff on Toy, Toy Story. Story. Wow. I mean, look, his stuff on Toy Story is like really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like this because it's a little bit lighter. You know, it's like, I've got your mojo work. <laughs> like, it's like, it doesn't have the same sort of emotional impact of yeah. like, you know, you've got, um, you've got a friend in me and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But do, wait, do you have Toy Story or any of those? I on? don't. I actually, so I have uh, some TV shows I wanted to throw in there real quick. Okay. Because that, that was my list of movies. Okay. Um, a TV show, which I is way too short-lived for how good it was, uh-huh. was a show on Cartoon Network called Class of 3000. Where I've Andre, never, never heard of this. Andre 3000, Andre 3000 of Outcast. Yeah. did all the music for it, and he was the voice of the teacher. Yes. And so it was a, a school that was mu- losing its music Wait department. Wait a minute. What's and it called again? Three? Class of 3000. This actually doesn't kind of familiar. And it's beautiful music. It, it's almost um, Magic School Bus-esque, but they they travel through the world of sound. That's awesome. Yeah. And it like was such Chuck a Zone. cool show. Almost like Talk Zone. Exactly. Ah. I'm rubbing off on you. Yep. Uh, and it's it's just so fun. Okay, I've never seen this, but it sounds kind of familiar. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, worth including. Yes. Uh, do you have any more on your list? No. Okay. Uh, so I have I have three quick ones I want to throw out. One I I have to give uh, I have to give dedication to this this soundtrack because every video I made in college I used a song from this soundtrack. Okay. Uh, and it's an anime called Air Gear. It's fine. About. Uh, competitive roller skating. Of course it is. 
Every every time you describe <laughs> an anime, it somehow sounds more cliched anime than the last time you did. Yes. Oh, but hold on. These these roller skates have rockets on them. I forgot to mention that. Of course they do. Um, of course they do. But the, the soundtrack is is awesome. I think you'd really like the soundtrack. Okay. It's, it's a band called Skank Funk. Cool day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's just this weird like, um, like nineties. It's it's almost like nineties ska. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this, this weird like scat electric mix, uh, and every song sounds completely different, but it, it's just so fun and energetic. Yeah, and I love the soundtrack. But if I bring that one up, I have to talk about the most iconic <laughs> anime soundtrack, which is Cowboy Bebop. Okay, yeah, uh, where the whole sound, the whole show is done by a band called Seatbelts, mm-hmm. um, and their theme song Tank is consistently ranked as the best theme as the best intro song to any TV show ever. Okay. Uh, and so that one is just great. Uh, even above friends, they put it above friends. Wow. But of course you have to be, you have to be mindful of who the people are filling out these internet quizzes. Right. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. and I'm, I'm going to take the last one off cause I, I feel like it, it breaks too many rules. Okay. Um, Okay, so now now that you have, we've gone through and like further established what counts and what doesn't. Give anything you have on there. Now you got to do your top five. Oh, top, I mean, I, I have my top five. Oh, okay. Um, I never actually did a ranking. So. Okay. Phil Collins, Tarzan slash Brother Bear is my number one. Elton John, Lion King's number two. Daft Punk, Tron Legacy is number three. Queen, Flash Gordon's number four. Blues Brothers Band, Blues Brothers is number five. Okay. Mm. And if I have to take that one off, I'll replace it with Pick a Destiny. Mm. Okay. Oh, I should have actually done a ranking, but I was like, I didn't know which of these would count or not. <laughs> Um, da, 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 da. All right, I mean, this is like semi arbitrary, but I'm gonna go with maybe Tron Legacy number one. Ooh, it's the one I listen to the most, but it's, it's most because it's so a score. Because you yeah. know me, I'm a huge score person, mm-hmm. so probably D Res is still like, yeah, such a good like that's part of my normal Disney playlist. Yeah, is it's D-Rez. amazing. So I'm gonna go with Tron Legacy, the grid, uh. Beyond the Sea, okay. Bohemian Rhapsody, Across the Universe. Mm-hmm. Did I say Blues Brothers? Give not to Blues Brothers. Blues yeah. Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I, I thought about it more on Mamma Mia. I can't actually include Mamma Mia because I love the music of Mamma Mia, but I don't ever listen to the that film version. versions. Yeah, same. They are atrocious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, um, Lily, not Alan. Other Lily. Lily James. Lily James. She does a decent ver. I, I like her singing in yeah, the second one. That's what I've heard. I haven't seen the second one yet. It's okay. Uh, I gotta watch but, it at some point. But watching Meryl Streep half-ass a performance, it kind of breaks my heart sometimes. I know. It's just she's so good. She's so mm-hmm. talented. But even like when you see her not trying, she's still the best person. She's on still the she's still amazing. I know. <laughs> even her like at half speed. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. There we go. We did it. I know. It's just a, a random little thing mm-hmm. but it's fine we, we might if you're listening to this we clearly missed a week for some reason yeah well that's actually it we we might have more of these we're trying to like build a few up going into the holidays because we're both traveling for the holidays and mm-hmm. it gets a little challenging yes um but the great thing about it is it's significantly shorter than our episodes are normally yeah normally at this point so mm-hmm. so if you're still driving 
Just listen to it again. Yeah, just go back and <laughs> or, or listen to some of the soundtracks we've yeah, talked about. Yeah. Um, but and if you... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, let us know if you have any that we might have forgotten. Yeah, if, if you have something on your list, uh, the recommendations, we are at TimTalkPod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail. Yes. Uh, I'm at Lordifer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I'm. If you want to see my face, it's at CamDexter underscore Adventures. If you want to see my art, which I'll update at some point, uh, that'll be at Cameron.Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Let us know your favorite music scores. Yes. Single well, actually, artist or not. Single artist soundtrack, but also, yeah, send me some score recommendations. Yeah. Guys, we always like making some new playlists. I always, I need, always need more scores. Mm-hmm. Can't, I can't work to lyrics, so I have to listen I'm to the scores. I'm honestly surprised neither of us put Oliver and Company. I, again, I've listened to it once. It's not fresh up in my mind. Same. For me to like actually have a strong opinion on it. Mm-hmm. So let us know your opinion on Oliver and Company. Yeah. <laughs> the most important Disney film of all time. Yes. All right. Uh, Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye.